0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, Fair and 72 at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 17th of July, 2023. Rich is with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we've got a slight chance of rain or a pop-up thunderstorm this afternoon, otherwise sunny skies. A high of 94 with a heat index as high as 105. Tonight, partly cloudy, our low 74. Tuesday, a heat advisory in effect. Our high, 99, with the heat index as high as 112 under sunny skies. Tuesday night, clear, a low of 79. That heat advisory will continue. Wednesday, a high of 101. Thursday's high, 98. Then Friday, we get a little break in temperatures. 40% chance of rain, partly sunny with a high in the upper 80s. And we'll be in the upper 80s over the weekend. Right now, it's Fair and 72 at the KVOM Studios. Let's send out congratulations this morning to our KVOM Employee of the Day today. It's Alicia Hugan with the Conway County Extension Service. We have no obituary announcements to pass along this morning, so let's turn to news. Several local first responders were recognized Saturday for a recent life-saving mission executed on Pettyjean Mountain. In a ceremony held at Camp Robinson, the Governor's office, along with the Arkansas National Guard Brigadier General and esteemed members of the Arkansas National Guard, proudly recognized leaders from the Conway County Office of Emergency Management, Petty Fire Department, and MedTech EMS. The recipients of the Governor's Meritorious Service Medal are Steve Beavers, the Director of the Conway County Office of Emergency Management, Jeremy Jones, Chief of the Petty Fire Department. Amanda Jones, Captain of the Petagene Fire Department, and Keith Davis, the Chief Operations Officer at MedTech EMS. These individuals were honored for their extraordinary contributions in coordinating a critical aerial rescue mission on Petagene Mountain. The successful operation involved complex coordination between pilots, ground-based fire and EMS medical teams, and numerous cooperating agencies, resulting in the safe extraction and reunion of stranded hikers with their group. The operation was executed flawlessly and without a single incident, underscoring the value of cooperation and the provision of resources that allow all emergency responders to do their jobs of safeguarding lives and ensuring public safety. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders has declared a disaster in several Arkansas counties, including Faulkner and Pope, after severe storms and straight-line winds caused damage June 25th. The governor stated she was involving emergency executive powers to suspend regulating states from agencies, including the Office of State Procurement, the Arkansas Building Authority, and the State Office of Personnel Management, in order to provide maximum assistance to the departments responding to storm recovery, including the Office of Emergency Management. An earlier emergency declaration made the day after the storms allowed commercial equipment, such as power company repair trucks, to move quickly through the area. The storm's left over 150,000 people without power in the impacted counties. Several reported going through several days without power. Approaching 735, it's fair in 72 at the KVOM studios. We'll get up to 94 today with a slight chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm. And the middle part of the week, we'll be under a heat advisory. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
1: Welcome home to... Hometown Banking,
0: Petty Jean State Bank.
2: Loans done quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Patty Jean, stay back.
0: right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Now 736 Fair and 72 at the KVOM studios. The Conway County Care Center is seeking donations from the public to help stock its thrift store. Manager Cindy Lucarello is asking anyone who can to help by donating clothing and other household items that can be sold in the store. It's not going to be long before kids go back to school. And if you're starting to clean out closets, we would love to have your
1: donations of all kinds. Men's, women's, kids, purses, shoes, linens, housewares. I mean, literally everything. Our store going is what
0: keeps our pantry going. And so without donations, we can't do this. The money collected from the sale of items in the thrift store allows the care center to purchase food to distribute to those in need in Conway County. Donations are accepted from 9 a.m. till 2 p.m. every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, as well as the first Saturday of each month. The food pantry and store are open every Tuesday and Friday and the first Saturday of each month from 9 to 2. Federal prosecutors have requested that a Conway man who pleaded guilty to his role in the January 6th Capitol insurrection receive a 78-month prison sentence. Peter Steger pleaded guilty in February to beating a Capitol police officer with a flagpole during the insurrection, resulting in a charge of assaulting, resisting, or impeding certain officers using a dangerous weapon. In addition to the prison sentence, prosecutors are requesting three years of supervised release, $2,000 in restitution, a $31,000 fine, and a $100 special assessment. Steger's authorities are requesting he be sentenced only to time already served. The maximum possible sentence for the assault was 20 years and a $250,000 fine. A Perry County resident is one of four people appointed to state boards and commissions by Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders Friday. Major Stacy Rhodes of Bigelow was reappointed to the Arkansas Commission on Law Enforcement Standards and Training for a term that expires January 14th of 2030. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. Downtown Church of Christ in Moralton will have Vacation Bible School now through Wednesday, 7 to eight thirty each night. The theme is Top Gun and the Highway to the Gospel Zone. There will be classes for all ages, skits, refreshments, fun, and a speaker for adults in the auditorium each night. All are welcome. Moralton Little Pups Pee Wee Football Registration will be held tonight from 5.30 till 7.30 at Devil Dog Stadium. The program is open to kids entering grades 3 through 6. The Perry County Quorum Court will hold its regular monthly meeting for July tonight at 6 at the Perry County Courts Building in Perryville. Moralton Primary School will hold Read to Succeed. Tuesday night, 5 till 6.30, attendees will receive free decodable readers and parents will learn tips on how to help their child read. A pizza dinner will be provided, and the South Conway County School District bookmobile will be on hand. The Plummerville City Council meets in regular session Tuesday at 6:30 in the community room. The South Conway County School District is partnering with the U.S. Department of Agriculture to offer free summer meals for kids and teens. Each Monday through Thursday, through next Thursday the 27th, breakfast will be served from 7.30 to 9 a.m. and lunch will be served from 11 till noon at Morlton High School. The meals are for all children up to age 18. The Morlton Knights of Columbus is holding its annual Live Free for a Month raffle. The winner gets all of his or her bills paid for a month with a minimum prize payout of $2,500. The drawing is coming up August the 6th. Tickets are $20 each. Those can be purchased from any member of the Knights of Columbus or you can get them at KVOM Radio. The County Library's bookmobile visits different communities throughout the county on a weekly basis, and tomorrow they'll be at the TC Vaughn Senior Center in Morrilton from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And some reminders about some meetings happening on Thursday. Those planning for the April 2024 solar eclipse, the Hotels and Restaurants Committee will meet Thursday morning at 9 at the Morrilton Area Chamber of Commerce, and the Safety Committee will meet Thursday night at 6 at the North Fire Station. The Wonderview School Board meets Thursday night at 6 in the District Boardroom, and the Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7. You know, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's Morning News Watch on the KVOM Podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can listen on the KVOM website. The KVOM News Watch Podcast is published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 7.41, it's fair in 72 at the KVOM studios. On our close-up segment, we'll visit with some members from the CHI St. Vincent Moralton Hospital Auxiliary. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues with Sports and Weather with Eric Tyler coming up next.
1: Daddy Jean State Bank.
0: Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswalker Sports.
3: I'm Eric Tyler. Sega Heart Catholic School has announced Ben McBride has been hired as the school's new coach for boys basketball, baseball, and golf. Bride comes to Sacred Heart from Missouri, where he worked the past two years, but he spent most of his coaching career in Arkansas. Stops at El Dorado, Caddo Hills, Two Rivers, and Star City. St. Louis Cardinals won their second straight game over Washington on Sunday, beating the Nationals 8 4 at Bush Stadium. Still in last place and 11.5 games behind first place Milwaukee. The Cards start a three game series against the Miami Marlins tonight in St. Louis. First pick scheduled for 6.45 p.m. Pre game coverage gets underway at 5.50 on 99.3 FM, the Eagle. Corpus Christi Hooks denied the Arkansas Travelers a series sweep on Sunday afternoon by a 10-4 final score at Dickey Stevens Park. Travelers are on the road today. They'll start a series in Springfield on Tuesday. And look at weather on this Monday morning. We've got calm winds. Bear budget pressure 30.02 inches. Low temperature this morning, 71 degrees. High yesterday, 93. A year ago today, the low was 71. The high was 99. Now we the last 24 hours at KVON, but 1.33 inches fell over the weekend, bringing our total for the year to 38.31 inches. Our sunset this evening is 825 sunrise, tomorrow morning at 610. Forecast calls for mostly sunny skies today with a slight chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, high near 94 degrees. Heat index up around 105 and partly cloudy skies tonight, low around 74. Sunny and hot tomorrow, high near 99 with heat index up around 112, particularly. And heat advisory has been issued for tomorrow afternoon. And will be extended, I'm sure, Wednesday and Thursday at least. High near 101 on Wednesday. Upper 90s again on Thursday. And then we cool down a little bit on Friday with chance of rain back in the forecast. Right now, fair skies and 74 degrees in Marlton. So we approach 745 on KVOM. News Watch continues in just a moment.
1: Patty Jean, stay back. Right in
0: town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is seven
3: forty eight now on K V O M, and we are joined on our close up interview by a couple of representatives with the C H I St. Vincent Marlton Auxiliary. We have got John Phillips and Claudia Reed Miller with us. So, good morning to the both of you.
2: Good morning to you.
3: Good morning to you. All right, it is good to have you in and. We're just going to talk about some of the things the auxiliary does, kind of what it is and some of the things it does. And uh, uh, Claudia, now you are the, are you the president?
2: I am currently the president. Yes.
3: President of the auxiliary, John. You are the vice president. Vice president. All right. And uh, maybe a lot of people in the community don't know really what the auxiliary does for the hospital, but the do, uh, group does a lot. So tell us a little bit about the auxiliary Claudia, if you could, and, and kind of the the uh, purpose of it, I guess.
2: Oh, well, the purpose in the bylaws is written uh, to render assistance through volunteer services. We do all kinds of stuff. Uh, since 2020, our scope of service has kind of narrowed. But uh, it's just to support and help in any way we can As the uh, hospital is very vital to our Community
3: here. Sure. All right, so the uh, volunteer group that does, uh, I guess, some of the things that uh, uh, maybe some projects administration can't cover. Some uh, I know you uh, fun, do fundraisers for a lot of exterior improvements, that kind of thing, right? Yes,
2: yeah. yes, yeah. We, well, you know, we don't do anything medical. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, we're not medical people, but we uh, help in any way we can just recently there was a need for a storage unit so the uh, auxiliary has pitched in toward that okay. and our different fundraisers go toward those things the exterior of the uh, hospital has seen a lot of changes and improvements and a lot of that is through auxiliary work
3: yeah. okay and and John yeah you can kind of add to that and uh, I know the yeah the awning there the front entrance was, was kind of helped by the by the auxiliary and uh, a lot of different fundraisers and and projects that the auxiliary does to to help help raise these funds right
4: absolutely so the fundraisers uh pretty much comprise bake sales uh yard sales and raffle ticket sales mm-hmm. and so we have those periodically through the throughout the year there's always something going on and um yeah, we've, uh, we've helped improve the outside of the hospital, um, the awnings. We now have uh, a staff area in the back that has an awning and like a little patio and uh, right next to the, um, the cafeteria. So staff on a nice day can go sit outside and eat their lunch and so on. And like Claudia said, the storage unit was basically just a big metal building that they built, um, that they're building behind the hospital. And um, I think that was like $40,000 and when Bubba approached Dolores, she said, sure, we we can do that, you know. So she's our treasurer, Dolores uh, Hartman. and. And then, of course, there is... So there's lots of opportunity for volunteers. So there is actually working at the hospital. Like Mm -hmm. I work... I am retired. And I work one day a week on Thursday from 9 to 1 in the gift shop. Okay. And so we have... uh, we have uh, volunteers that work in the gift shop we have volunteers that work at the front desk and basically their task is just to greet patients when they come in and walk them down to day surgery waiting room Mm -hmm. then we have another volunteer in the day surgery waiting room that stays with the patients until they are called to surgery and gets them coffee and talks with them and Sometimes we get opportunities to pray with people and mm-hmm. all kinds of things, you know, because people coming in usually are going through a tough time um, mm-hmm. medically. And so part of our job is to provide moral support and encouragement to the, to the patients that are there. So, yeah, there's many opportunities. Um, we have monthly meetings, mm-hmm. typically an hour long. Um, So if somebody would want to volunteer, they don't really have to work at the hospital. They can bake cakes when we have uh, Mm -hmm. fundraisers or they can sell raffle tickets when we have fundraisers or they can you know make phone calls or Mm -hmm. attend meetings. All of those things count for volunteer hours you know for membership. Okay so a lot of great opportunities and really anyone I guess can can volunteer, right? Absolutely. There's no age limit or no age requirement. I mean, you have to be an adult right. because of the hospital and Baba would know about the liability things about adults. So I don't think we would be able to accept like high schoolers sure. or so on. But as long as you're an adult and, you know, um, there's a few uh, requirements that um, medical, like having your, um, your COVID, you know, shots yeah. and yeah. TB and right. and all those things, you know, that are required by the hospital employees. But um, other than that, it was just be um, contacting Tammy Smith, who yeah. is the service coordinator for the volunteers and letting them know that they're interested in becoming a volunteer and Tammy will get them an application. Mm-hmm. And then that goes before the membership committee and then, you know, we'll train them and do all that they need. So... Yeah. you know you can start small and work your way to a more more involvement um so lots of opportunities i'll pass the mic on to bubba
3: yeah we got bubba arnold in here now administrator of the the hospital i know bubba you can talk about just how valuable the uh the auxiliary is to with with everything they do there the hospital
1: oh absolutely uh i apologize for being late i got to my office and I saw my reminder pop up, and I go, "Geez, I need to be at the radio station." So I do apologize for that. But we we have an incredible group there. Um, I kind of think of them. I haven't haven't actually. I don't think I've told them this, but I kind of think of them as the Pink Army. I mean, it's 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 an incredible group of um, volunteers that just do amazing work there at the hospital. I, it's been a long time since I've seen the volunteer hours, but it's 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 a big big number uh just the time that they dedicate to serving the community serving our co-workers our patients and visitors um and and they they go above and beyond every day and then the other side of it is the fundraising and, yeah. and how that has benefited our hospital from the emergency room Renovation from I think that was 2014. That was just an, an incredible improvement on the hospital. And then I heard John on the way in talk about the outside of the building. Uh, it that that building for most that don't know was built in 1970. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't tell it I mean you drive around that building in fact I think that look has kind of come back in style in some ways yeah. uh, the, the building looks great the inside and the outside um, one of the more recent additions the, the canopies out front and then i heard John talk about the little covered area we have an area that it's kind of like we call it our I think of it as an island a place for our um, coworkers, our patients and visitors can get out and um, sit outside in the shade that's nice and then this week I think they're gonna start construction of the uh, we have a storage building we've really needed extra storage there in the hospital um, and we're the, thanks to the auxiliary they funded every dime of it we'll have a, a metal storage building that will be out in the back so that should be completed within the next few weeks so i i can't say enough good things about our auxiliary they're just an amazing group of people and we're very fortunate blessed to have them
3: yep they do great things as we have heard uh from john claudia and and baba here this morning and so again anyone interested in joining claudia or john how can they uh, go about doing that again well
2: if you will contact tammy smith our dbs at the hospital she would be most happy to Get in touch with you again. Her number is 501 977 4498. And um, she will get an application to you and get the process going.
3: All right. Well, thank you all so much for coming in. Uh, and I heard Boba yes.
4: mention about the hours. So, <laughs> according to our current bylaws, uh-huh. um, for an active member, it's a minimum of 50 hours a week, and just mm-hmm. attending. A year, I'm sorry, a year, not a a week, a year. That's a lot, a year, thank you. Thank you I think Boba said yeah there's yeah. a few that probably do <laughs> 50 hours a week I'm sure I'm sure I can I can think of a few from uh, off the top of my head but no 50 a year so okay. just attending meetings there's yep. 10 meetings a year mm-hmm. that's 10 hours right yep. there right yep. and then if you b- bake cakes or if you make phone calls or you mm-hmm. get involved in a committee so we have s- we have various committees at least a half a dozen committees that uh, like we have a gift shop committee, we have a membership committee, we have a nominations committee, handbook committee. So these folks, um, they keep the organization running and follow the bylaws and all these things. So there's lots of opportunities. That's an easy number to make in a year. Really, it's an easy number. Like I said, I only volunteer one day a week for four hours and I'm I surpass that every year so it's not it's not a a big big commitment and and you can make whatever commitment uh you know our radio uh listeners whatever commitment that you feel you can do um and that's valuable for us you know any commitment is
3: valuable for us absolutely whatever fits your schedule absolutely all right well we thank you all so much again contact Tammy there at the hospital if you're interested in joining and and keep up with uh certainly keep up with all the great things the auxiliary does there at the hospital. Again, John Phillips, Claudia Reed Miller with the Auxiliary, and Bob Arnold, administrator of the hospital, joining us this morning. We thank you all so much.
1: Thank you. Thank
3: you. Working eight o'clock now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.